0: Amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. Once again, I want to welcome you to this wonderful platform. And today we have a very special message to share with you. The topic that the Lord gave to me is in Hebrew. It's a Hebrew word called MIMA. Uh, I don't know whether my Hebrew to or pronouncement is correct, but it's M-I-R-M-A-H, you know, and the Lord wants us to deal with deceit, deception, Hallelujah. Deception. Deceitful people, how to deal with them and what the Bible talks about, how to deal with deceptive people and what God does with deceptive people. Some of the lessons that we can learn from these things is very, very important. So it's going to be a bit of information. So if you have your Bible, please open it up or pick up your book and begin to write because a lot of information I want to share with you. Sunday is a lesson time. It's a, it's a moment that we learn. From the Word of God and prayer, prayer, Wednesday and Fridays are prayer times. Hallelujah, Amen. So today, I want to share with you, Maima, that deceitful is falsehood, deception is falsehood. It is something that God does not approve. It is something that God is not pleased with. And what the Bible talks about that deception starts from the heart. Deception starts from the heart. The Bible says something in in Psalm 119 verse 118. The Bible says God rejects those who have got deceptive hearts. If your heart is not pure with God, if you are not true to God, if you are not true to yourself, if you are not true to nature, if you are not true to your environment, but rather you have at the back of your mind trying to make undue advantage over somebody's vulnerability or say something which is not true, and yet you are making it to look as though it is true, then you are deceiving somebody. You are you're making somebody's life uncomfortable, unbearable, and God does not approve of such life. Hallelujah. And God will always judge according to the justice system that the Bible speaks about. The Lord, the scripture says that He is a just God. God always deals with justice. So everywhere we are, anything that we are doing, we've got to have this at the back of our minds that God deals in justice. So if somebody is trying to be unjust towards you or trying to deceive you or trying to make life difficult more than it should be by the grace of God, the Lord looks upon upon it and brings the rule on the judgment tip and measures what the person is due and then pays it accordingly. Hallelujah. And so the Bible also encourages not to be people who try to avenge on our own self, but rather will leave vengeance unto God for him to do the repayments for us. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 to 10, the scripture says that deception comes From the heart. It is something that is an inward bone. One of the sins that is so challenging to deal with is deception, the sin of deception. It is very difficult to know whether somebody is in the place of trying to hurt your life with deceptive activity or deceptive words. Sometimes you can't see it, or sometimes you can't even know it because it's an inward activity, and everything that is done inwardly, it is only God who can judge upon it. Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage you today by the grace of God to begin to set your heart thoroughly and diligently to make sure that every actions of your life and everywhere you stay, anything that you do, whatever you're dealing with people, you begin to have this sense of fairness in your mind, whether somebody is there or not, whether somebody is seen or not, whether they know it or not, but within your heart, Within the confines of your heart, you begin to create this atmosphere of fairness to deal with it, whether the people deserves it or not. But you are trying to do your part as a child of God to be able to escape the judgment or the wrath of God so that you can see the manifestation of the glory of God in all your lives. Deception is something God does not approve of amen so let's open to the scriptures and let's see something what the lord is speaking to us from genesis from genesis uh, 31. Let's, see, let's hear what the scripture says that the, um, uh, Jacob encountered in his life. And by the grace of God, we have been using Jacob as a, uh, as a clear canvas to be able to paint a lot of things that the scripture wants us to, to see from so that we can learn lessons from them. The life of Jacob has been a, one of the most richest lives of all the patriarchs in the scripture. And and every time I pick up uh, Jacob's story on every side in everything from family activities, from the work perspective, from creative perspective, from 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 from, from genuineness of heart, from diligence of work, anything that you talk about Jacob it, it, or about life is found in the life of Jacob. Hallelujah! And so let's continue with our quest. As the Bible will talk about it in Genesis thirty-one, from verse one, coming down. And he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob had taken away all that was our fathers. And of that which was our fathers, had he gotten all this glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban. And behold, it was not towards him as before. And the Lord said unto Jacob, return unto the land thy fathers to thy kindred and I will be with thee. And Jacob sent all uh, Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah uh, and Leah to the field unto his flock and said unto them I I see your father's countenance that is not towards me as before but the god of my fathers had been with me and you know that with all my power I have served your father and your father has deceived me, and changed my wages ten times. But God suffered him not to hurt me. If he says thus, the speckled cow shall be thy wages; then all the cattle bear speckle. And if he said thus, the risk streak shall be thy hire; then all bear the cattle race streak. Thus God had taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. And it came to pass at a time that the cattle conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. Behold, the rams which lived upon the cattle were in speckled, and grizzled. And the angel of the Lord God spake unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob, I have said, here I am and he said lift up now thy eyes and see all the rams which leap upon the cattle are streaked, speckled and grizzled for i have seen all that Laban doeth unto thee and i am the lord god of bethel where thou anointed the pillar and where thou vowest unto me a vow now arise get thee out of from this land and return unto the land of thy kindred. 14, and Rachel and Leah answered and said unto him, Is there yet any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not counted of him strangers? For he has sold us and have quite devoured all our money. For all the riches which God had taken from our Father is ours, our children's. Now then, whatsoever God has said unto thee, do it. This is a very profound story that has a lot of implications in our lives as Christians for us to walk with a very clear heart and a clear conscience in all that we do. Everywhere you are, in all things that God puts you in, an environment of workplace, whether you are at home as a husband or a wife, whether you are at home or in college as a young man, as a a student, and everything that you do, the Bible expects us to be pure and to have a clear conscience in all that we do towards humanity, towards the kingdom of God, towards one another, towards our leaders, towards our subordinates, towards those who are with us, wherever our colleagues, wherever we find ourselves, God is expecting everybody to become a genuine person before him. This story helps us to understand that Laban was not treating Jacob the way he desired to be treated. Though the servitude of Jacob towards Laban was a pure and a true one from the heart, everything that his desire was was to be paid accordingly here was not given to the brother as he desired to receive. We have spoken about this quite a few times, but here the story helps us to understand some few things. The countenance towards Jacob now has changed. Ten times his wages has been cheated upon. The sons and daughters of, of Laban now has had, do have a split opinion about the life of Jacob. Their wives now agree and they have seen that father-in-law is not treating their, 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 their husband properly. And the sons also have in their heart a feeling that the man is now too blessed more than their father was supposed to be. And they feel that the father now is not worth the way they sh- he should be worth him because of the thing, the way things are going. Deception in the hearts of people creates a lot of things. And number one, I want to draw your attention to something so that we can learn something from that. God demands absolute truth in the inward part of every single one that we deal with. That's one one major thing that we can learn from this story. Laban's action was that he wants to make the best out of Laban Jacob's service and make sure that the brother Jacob is not paid well or, or remunerated accordingly. Number two, God also wants absolute justice and honesty in all our dealings with our fellow men. Whatever we do, everywhere we are, anything that we are doing, no matter who the person may be—may be a stranger, it may be a fellow colleague, it may be somebody else that you know or you don't know properly—but whatever it is, at the mark of your mind, make sure that fairness and justice, absolute honesty, is always administered towards the pe- the person. Number three. God wants righteousness to be an inward part of our lives, not in the place where we try to make it look like we are doing what it should be in the sight of every soul. Hallelujah. But whatever it is within, God looks into that area. Hallelujah. Number four. God will be with you wherever you go and whenever you find yourself in the place that people are cheating on you, the Lord will always back those whom are being cheated upon. So if you're a husband cheating on your wife, if your're wife cheating on your husband, if your son cheated on anything, remember God will always be on the side of those whom you are being cheated upon. So be careful in your dealings with God, with God and with your fellow men. Amen. Number, number five, God will protect you from an unfaithful people. It's one of the major things that I've observed in my personal life in ministry, that God always protects me from unfaithful people. Because of the genuineness of your heart and your willingness to walk in the righteousness of God as a child of God, the Lord always sees it fit to protect you and ki- keep your life away from those who can set your emotions or serve your life in a bitter place so that you cannot stand in the place to feel as though you have your life has been wasted uh, away. Hallelujah. Number number, number six, God will reward you well in spite of every kind of bad treatment. I have observed this and I've seen it, that God rewards well anywhere you have seen or felt a bad treatment going on against your life. And these things kind of uh, draws a lot of lessons from my mind to let me know that everywhere I am, I have to realize that the Bible says that God is the rewarder. You know, in all that our dealings may be, God is the rewarder. The typical example with Jacob's life, as we see that even the wives could confirm that the Lord was the one that blessed him, hallelujah. Also, the sons also could confirm that the man is now really blessed and really rich in resources. Jacob himself now had the revelations from the Lord that God spoke to him that everything that is coming into your life is by my doings or by my dealings. Hallelujah. And the ashes of labor, the spirit of God spoke to him through the angelic visitation to let him know that everything that is happening to him, he is aware. Amen. He is aware. God is aware. And I want to draw your attention and zero your mind to this thing. That everywhere you are, the Lord is aware of your environment more than you are aware of those environments. Everything and everywhere you are no matter the environment, it may look to be an obscure situation, an obscure condition, a pure, obscure a place that no eyes are seen or no ear is hearing what is going on. But God, he sees through the lattice of our curtains. God sees through the confines of our doors. God sees through every environment of obscurity. Every word that goes on within the heart, that mouth has not altered it. The Lord hears and sees them all. So we. You've got to be careful in everything as a child of God on this platform and those of you who are listening to me on any medium that will remember your dealings with God and men that God will reward perfectly well the way you deserve to be rewarded. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And so, and again, another thing that I observed in the scriptures, according to what we read, is that the countenance of of, of Laban now towards the brother Jacob had changed. Because the blessings is now unbearable. And that's one of the things that I have seen about blessed people. That everyone everyone that have seen any sense of shame, any sense of pain, any sense of hardship, anything that men decide to withhold from you that you are due to receive, whether a husband is withholding love from the wife or a wife, withholding respect from the husband, and all these things going on in family, respect from children to the parents is being withheld, respect from. From, from parents to children, also being re rehell- all of those kind of challenges going on all over the place. Every one of them, the Lord looks upon it and bring his reward accordingly. God is aware. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm-hmm. So I want I want you to tell somebody, if you are courageous enough, if somebody is close to you, that everything that you are doing to me, the Lord is aware. I know you, it's behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's laughing yeah 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 so if they are doing well to you God is aware if they are doing bad to you God is aware but I pray the mercy of God to reach out, reach out to you this morning so that you will enjoy the blessings rather than the challenges that God can really write out to you but I prefer to fall in the love of God than to fall in the judgment of God hallelujah it's one of the things that I pray that God will help us Achieve and begin to walk in it. It always fall in my mind every time I'm dealing with anybody. That is the place where I center my dealings. That God is aware, and I prefer to fall in the love of God than in the wrath of God. Because if God is upset with you, hey, it can be very dangerous, you know. <laughs> and I don't want to be God, to be God's enemies. I don't want to be in God's books of this this regard or dislikes. Hallelujah. And I want you to realize this, that now Jacob began to receive from God blessings which were untold, something that nature could not benefit him. If you look at it carefully, the way it is, the law broke through the confines of nature to make sure that the life of Jacob had been blessed or compensated beyond what the, the laban could have given to him. And so it is, it is with great pleasure to let me draw your attention to this, that everything that you are doing, when the reward is from God, it is big and is better than one man can give to you. Hallelujah. So let us not allow deception to fail our hearts. Amen. Amen. There are some 10 things that the Bible talks about deception. And I, hope, I want us to speak quickly through them so that you can put some pointers down so it can help your life. So that whenever you are dealing with anybody, just smile towards the people. Whether they deal with you well, smile towards them. Whether they deal with you corruptly, smile towards them. Because remember, everything God is aware. So long as, whether you are a child of God, you are not a child of God, God is aware. If we, we, if we go further down, we will observe that Jacob was serving a true God. But Laban had his own God, which one of the daughters even stole it when they were leaving the house of their father, Laban. He stole his God. But when you are serving a Jehovah God, nobody can steal him. No one can take God away from you. Hallelujah. And I want us to see what, what the Bible talks about deception, number one. It hinders knowledge of God. According to Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 6, if you have deception in your heart, it will hinder the knowledge of God. Number two, it keeps man from God. Deception, murmur, when that is found in you, it will keep you away from God. And that is what we don't want. Hallelujah. According to Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 5, deception will keep you away from God. It leads to pride and sin. Number three, deception, it leads to pride and sin. According to Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 27 to 28. Number five, it causes fraud. An injustice. Myanmar, it causes fraud. and injustice. That's number five. Joshua chapter chapter 9, verse 5 to 15, helps us to understand this statement there. And Psalm 10 also talks about it. Psalm 10 talks about this kind of injustice. Number six. It conceals hate, deceit. It builds up something in your heart and it conceals hate. So when there's any kind of hatred in your heart because of deception, you cannot get rid of it. It, it, it seals this it up inside of you and then you can't get yourself free. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 24 to 26. Number seven. A or deception, it conceives evil plans. Psalm 50 verse 19. It conceals evil plans. Number eight, it encourages sin according to Proverbs 20:17. Deception encourages sin. Number nine. It defiles the soul. Your soul gets corrupted. It defiles your soul. According to Mark chapter 7, verse 22. My The Hebrew will put it that way. And the English will say deception. Or deceit. It will defile your soul. And number 10, the last one. It causes a hindering in sin. So, if you want to have ask for forgiveness of sin for your heart to be free of it, because of deception, deceit, murmur in your heart, it, it it forces it not to have the free cause for you to be able to ask for forgiveness, for you to have freedom in your heart, according to Hebrews chapter three, verse thirteen. People of God, this is what God wants me to share with you today. It's a very short message, but I think that it carries all the substance of information that you need to be able to walk in a true heart and a true pure mind towards God and your fellow men. And when you do this, the Lord will surely help you in every area of your life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 I want us to pray. I want to pray with you. And believe God by his mercies, everything that you have heard today, the Lord will help you in every area of your life. That if there is any kind and any place where hatred is found in your heart, God will save you from it. The Lord will heal your heart. The Lord will heal your mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, it is with you that righteousness comes from but the enemy may help us to walk in a place of deception because of issues of life. We pray today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, The Lord, search through our heart Search through our lives. Search through our souls and our bodies. And let every place where we have harbored and he- he kept deception going on in our life, by grace, we will be free from it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Heal our hearts, oh God. Heal our minds. Heal our souls and help us to be true to you and to our lives, to our environment, to all that comes into our life, to nature in the mighty name of Jesus. Christ, So that the blessings that is due in place of righteousness, in place of honesty, in place of justice, Lord, we shall all obtain it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your name, O God. We trust you, God, that today you will help us heal our hearts and our minds to walk with a true heart of repentance, a true heart of justice, a true heart of love to support each other, to provide for each other, to provide for the kingdom, and to make sure that the things that you put in our care will deal with it accordingly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We believe you for the rewards, oh God. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that anybody who has also so be standing faithful in the place of calling, in the activity, in the actions that they have not been rewarded well. Today we stand as a family together and we pray that Lord look upon us, oh God, and reward accordingly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. anywhere way that we deserve and desire reward, let that reward never be denied, we pray. Those that reward, desire reward of, of being a mother, reward of being wives, reward of being sons, daughter's reward of being able to, to make ends meet in businesses, in, in careers, in your, in, in your pursuits of life. We pray for your divine reward and recompense to rest upon your life, to come through for them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In a way, in any place that they have endured all these challenges, Lord, remember, remember and have mercy and bless thou, oh God. Do what you can do well in Jesus' mighty name. We honor you. We celebrate your goodness. We give you all glory and praise, O oh God. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you for this moment. We honor you. We celebrate you. Even as we are coming to the table of the Lord to receive from you. May your peace divine heal our heart. May your peace divine be found in us. May your grace abundant rest upon our life. Let grace, of God, rest upon our minds and our homes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let Christ be found in us. Let Christ be formed in us. Let Christ be rich in us so that we can be rich towards others in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We honor you. We celebrate your goodness even in the land of the living. We thank you for this platform. We thank you for those who have connected with us and those who are increasing us on every side. Remember them of their ashes towards this assembly and continually release your grace upon grace in their lives. May they see your goodness even in the land of the living. Every endeavor of your of their lives, remember them, O God, and expand their horizons of blessings. In Jesus' mighty name, we trust you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We lift you on high. For you alone can we trust. For we don't know what's going on in the hearts of men, but we know what goes on with you, O God. There are thoughts of peace, not evil to bring her to a expected end we are waiting for the great expected end from you God. may your name be praised and be glorified for this message that you have given to us today we thank you we honor you through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray amen and amen amen hey.